Everybody. Welcome. Welcome to another one. It's been a little while, but uh, as many of you know, I've been busy, and as there, if you don't know I've been busy, then now you know I've been busy. Um, life busy. You know how it is. Well, what have I been up to since the last time? Uh, I bought a patch cable that I thought was going to greatly improve the sound of, like, the music and stuff like that, and uh, just found out now that it doesn't work. So uh, we're, we're using the previous system as normal. So that was a complete failure. That's about it. Um, I've, ha- I've made some, some life changes that are very minor, um, but we can, we can talk about them because that's what we do here. Uh, number one, I have made Helpful Snowman an LLC. Limited, libra- li- <laughs> limited Liability Corporation, I think. This is how uh, good I am. Okay, let me talk through the problems of LLCs. Um, I know that's probably a bunch of people just turn this off. Because they're like, okay. All right, Gimlet Media. We'll see you later. But um, the reason I did it is because it was suggested to me by a friend of the show, Wilma. Um, because my understanding is that, like, let's say I got in some legal trouble for one reason or another. Um, being an LLC would limit the ability of someone to come after, like, my personal assets because of something I had done in the name of the corporation. So, like, let's say I got a, some kind of a copyright violation for this show. Um, that would help me not lose everything I own. Like, my personal retirement account wouldn't be down the drain because of that. That's my basic understanding and could be incorrect. The problem with an LLC, as I see it, is it's extremely easy to apply for one. Um, I don't know how it works in every state, but in Colorado, you fill out an online form that takes like five minutes. It's very quick. And then I think you pay something less than $100, and you are now the uh, proud proprietor of an LLC, Um, which really hasn't resulted in much, but there are two side effects. Number one, um, I think I'm going to have to pay taxes somehow on the LLC or file taxes. Um, So I'm not happy about that. The other one is that um, a lot of scammy corporations seem to think that I'm like a real business. Um, In other words, they're sending me things like, oh, you need to have these minimum wage posters posted at your, you know, your business. And I'm like, you know that nobody works here but me, right? Like... I don't think I need to post a minimum wage and employee rights poster if it's my own business and I'm the sole employee. (laughs) 
I mean, I don't know. It might be a nice thing to have, like, when people came, but I don't want guests of this show to think that I'm going to pay them. Like, that would be, that would be a mistake. Um, here's one such thing. Now, here's, okay, so some of the places send me, like, a friendly thing. You know, like, oh, you should have this or you should have this. This one um, is, like, a real official-looking one. You know, it looks like a government, and it's, like, Colorado businesses inside 15 federal and Colorado regulations affecting your employees. Immediate, res immediate response requested. Now, it should be questionable um, from the very get-go because the return address is in San Dimas, California home of Bill and Ted, Theodore Esquire, um, Bill S. Preston, right? Uh, why a co uh, this thing about Colorado government would be coming from California is a little mysterious to me. I don't want to call myself a complete expert in spotting scams, but, uh, you know, I, I can process some basic information. And usually d smell a scam. I haven't sent my money to any supposed princes of any other countries. Um, that one, I always thought that was such an interesting scam. Because I was always like, would this fool me if I was an old, old man? I had one time when I was working at the library. Someone was asking me and basically asking me to help him reply to someone who had sent him this email. Now, we're not supposed to give advice. And we're not supposed to tell people what to do. So I, I all but told this guy, this is definitely a scam and you don't want to send this money. I didn't say those words. But I basically was like, you really should look into this. And uh, maybe you should call your bank and see what they think about it. Uh, because they would be, I'm sure if you called the bank, they'd be like, uh, no, do not send money to a country that you've never been to. But I, here's what I wondered. If I was an old man and I got this, would I be thinking to myself, how did they come across me? What made them look at me and say, this is the way to go. This, this is our guy. And I wonder if that's like part of why the scam works, because maybe it preys on people who are lonely and desperate and sort of just like, um, it makes them feel special. It makes them feel special because it's like, of everyone in the world, they selected me. Um, but then they kind of forget the next part, which is, of everyone in the world, they selected me to send them a bunch of money and, uh, you know, be scammed. But anyway, uh, this, this is like a real, it looks like a tax form. As an employer in Greeley, Colorado, Helpful Snowman LLC must ensure compliance with revised 2020 labor law posting requirements and replace any outdated notices. The most recent federal revisions include the following activity. Increase penalties for violating OSHA and EPPA, EPA, posting requirements. Uh, increased penalties for failure to post the mandatory EEO notice and two revised 2020 IRS notices. Oh my God. Our firm is a non-government publisher of copyrighted compliance poster compilations that are intended to help employers meet their legal under obligations under labor law posting regulations. To ensure, this is in bold, to ensure your compliance with all current Colorado and federal labor law posting requirements, including any recent changes to a bunch of shit, 
uh, order the 2020 Space Saver trademark all on one state and federal labor law poster listed on the back of this notice. Included is a 35000 we pay the fine reimbursement guarantee that transfers the burden of posting compliance and potential fines to our firm when you post our exclusive Library of Congress registered poster. Oh, my God. Order your Space Saver one today. Now, here's the thing. Um, the other thing, second thing that says is scam to me, as always, they want me to buy something. And they're saying, you have to buy this. And they're saying, like, what... Imagine the terrible consequences if you had to buy this. But it's like, by buying this poster, you're giving me a $35,000 guarantee. I can't imagine that selling many posters at the rate of $4.95 plus a $10 if I want to laminate um, the poster, plus $5.95 shipping and handling. I can't imagine that for... Uh, what ends up being like 20 bucks that you've been paying a lot of these $35,000 fees, which makes me suspicious that these $35,000 fees are not being assessed very often. I worked in a workplace that had one of these posters um, in the break room. It had to be posted somewhere. I've worked in many places that had these. Um, I've also worked in places that had fire extinguishers. And somebody came and looked at the fire extinguishers like every year, something like that, maybe every six months. Um, and they put a little tag on it and they're like, my name's Steve. I work at the fire department and uh, I, I don't know if I got the short straw or the long straw or the medium straw today. But uh, I don't know if this is a job that the fire department is like, well, this is a pretty easy day. You just fucking go around and look at fire extinguishers and shake your head because everyone's like, I don't fucking know where those are. So anyway, I get a lot of these. A lot of things that are very um, meant to scare me. And uh, I think I'm going to take my chances. Included on here is minimum wage, discrimination and employment notice. Oh boy. We've only hired white males to work at Snowman LLC. Employment Security Act, Pregnant Workers Fairness Act. Well, any pregnant people who show up for work here uh, are both in huge trouble and a scientific miracle. Workers' compensation information and workers' compensation warning. So there you go. I could get this so it's like uh, they'll have all my <laughs> company information on the poster. This would be pretty funny to just have like next time Poonmaster Flex comes up here and I've got this giant poster. The other thing, I get a lot of things like this. This is a Uline uh, catalog. Uh, so Uline, one thing it has a lot of is giant cardboard boxes to facilitate shipping, you know, poster tubes, envelopes, oversized and regular, tiny baggies. This would actually be good if I was running like a drug business. Uh, a lamination, like polytubing and stuff like that. Very zip ties of all sorts of varieties. Cash register supplies, labels for like, you know, dangerous shit. Polyester strapping tools. Don't even really know what that does. Orga pack, seal list. Con like, I mean, this is just, 
you know, if you're like, where does like a warehouse buy their garbage cans? Where does it, how come everyone in the United States has basically the same file cabinets? What if I wanted to get those like vinyl clear strips that hang uh, over a doorway instead of a door? Like for some reason, oh, supposedly they prevent dust, cold air, and noise from moving between separated areas. These strips. I mean, maybe a little. I don't know. I don't think that like if I was watching a TV at full blast in on my side of the bed and I put up strips of vinyl between me and Poon Master Flex, she'd be like, boy, that really cut down the noise. Ooh, amber and black are... Ooh, amber. Gross. So it looks like fucking flypaper uh, hanging in between the goddamn doorway. What? That's a good idea. Red plastic drums. Drum graver. Dispensing drum truck. Drum blanket heater. Drum heaters. Drum covers. Drum liners. Drum dollies. Stainless steel drum dollies. So basically, like, this has a bunch of just industrial supplies. And then, you know, it gets into shit, too, where it's like, ooh, how about uh, scissors? Or china markers? Or flashlights. I mean, anything, an industrial air hose reel. I mean, this is crazy. It's very crazy. Oh, a temperature gun. You can use those. I just, just now found out, um, that temperature gun, like I went to the dentist and, uh, we'll just, let's just move on to the dentist. I went to the dentist and they, uh, everywhere you go, of course, like for an appointment or whatever, they check your temperature. Because that's like, I guess nobody got the memo, which is like you can have COVID for like two weeks before you show any symptoms. So you wouldn't even have a temperature if I got it within the last two weeks. But whatever. Why get all bogged down in like doing pointless things or not? Let's just take everyone's temperature. And then we take the temperature and find out they are not currently dying. Which is kind of hilarious. They're going to reopen... Uh, so the 24 hour fitness that I bought a membership to that was open for all of maybe four months total, um, is shutting down completely. So I guess they won't be reopening ever. And, uh, they were originally going to reopen and be like, oh, we're going to do more cleaning and like take people's temperatures before they can work out. And I'm like, okay, but if I don't feel it for like two weeks, I'm probably going to work out when I have it. And then if I am like actually sick with it, I mean, if I have a fever of like 103 degrees, I don't think I'm going to hit the 24 hour fitness. If that person can like get through a workout with 103 degree fever, I guess more power to them. But, uh, holy shit. I mean, what a pointless endeavor. Anyway, they had one of those guns and I was like, well, I guess that's something. But then she just touched it to my head. And I was like, I thought they just did this from a, a small distance but they actually touch it to your head. And I'm like, well, what's the point of this? Now we're all just touching our head to this thing. I mean, I guess it's better than putting mercury in my mouth, but it doesn't seem like a, the most sanitary way to like check a temperature. If I'm being, if I'm going to be a little bit of a dick about it. I went to the, uh, so and yeah, I got this Uline catalog to, uh, Manager Shipping Department, Helpful Snowman, LLC. So that's another another 
uh, title I'm going to give myself. I want to I want to create a LinkedIn profile for helpful, you know, and I I'm the owner, operator, CEO, CFO, and now I'm also the manager of the shipping department as well. Which I guess I sort of am. I should be fired from that job, but uh here I am rocking you like a hurricane. So I go to the dentist. It's all pretty normal over there. I mean, the dentist is like, they got to keep things pretty clean anyway. And they always wear a mask and shit, so it's fine. The only uh, only objection I had was, you know, after the appointment, the dentist gave me a grade and he was like, I give you an A, maybe an A minus. He's like, so that makes it pretty easy for me. It looks like you're doing a good job. And after he left, I was kind of like, A, A minus? Why not just say A? I'm going to give you an A and we'll move on. I, I was grade grubbing in a way I haven't since I was in middle school, junior high. I have a few regrets in life, and one of those regrets is that uh, I had this asshole... I had a couple asshole science teachers when I was in school. Um, I don't know what it is about science teachers, but like I had one in middle school who was... I, I don't know what he was. I don't know if he was an asshole or a dork. He, okay, he told us this long story about how he deeply, deeply, he got a tattoo and he deeply regretted it. And this was like a cautionary tale about how none of us should get a uh, tattoo. And then he showed us his tattoo and it was just like a compass rose. And he got a matching one with his brother because they went sailing for, at some point together. And, you know, he was just, he was talking about it. I expected it to be like a mermaid with her boobs out and, you know, uh, operating a dildo on herself. Is that the most clinical way you could say that? Operating a sexual pleasure device on her sexual pleasure recipient regions. But it's just a compass rose. And it wasn't like huge. And I think it was on his upper arm. And I was, I, even in middle school, I was like, dude, qu quit being a wuss. He's acting like he ruined his body and his life. And I was like, if that's the worst thing about you, may I remind you that you're a middle school science teacher. You're teaching kids about things like um, there's stuff inside your belly other than your stomach. And uh, doing that year after year. I mean, come on. But um, he also had us do this really dumb project that I hated, which was he, had, he made a giant, like, laminated picture of a heart. And then you had to... Uh, run around on the heart, naming the parts of the heart as you went through. So it'd be like, blood enters through the left ventricle and goes into the right vena cava, and then, you know, and then exiting the heart. I don't, I don't know what the parts are and what the order is. But, you know, I understand the general concept. Even as an adult, I understand the general concept. The heart, uh, the blood comes into the heart and, like, gets oxygenated and then moves out of the heart and then around your body and uh sunrise sunset right i mean is that is that fair or i guess i guess the heart mostly just pumps it around right i don't even know if it gets the oxygen you know what i didn't learn anything from this guy is what i'm learning right now i don't really know how the body works but uh 
it was just i didn't like it because it was like this is a difficult task because it's like you're running around you have to think fast i never was good in school at the things where you had to do stuff really fast like if you had a worksheet of 50 multiplication problems and you just had to finish it as fast as you could and then when you finished you wrote your name up on the board and you know you'd be like under the one minute column or the two minute column and i was always kind of towards the end and i was like a smart kid like i did well in school but like speed was not my uh forte so it kind of sucked because i felt like well this isn't really cool also it's like Am I really going to remember it better because I'm like on this two-dimensional fucking thing you threw on the floor and therefore I will like, oh, now I really understand how the heart works. Obviously not. Obviously that didn't work for me. And it was like you do it in front of the whole class and then depending on the time you get, you can like try more times and get a better grade and your grade is dependent on your time. I was like, what is this? Like an educational game show that they tried to put in place a double dare to try and trick us into liking science and math and shit. Nice try. Nice try. Maybe he was trying to make science fun, but it wasn't fun. Every, I think every science teacher thinks they have a little Miss Frizzle in them, and they don't. This science teacher also told me not to um, draw on my arms with pen because the ink would go into my blood. And then I, he didn't say what happens after that, but I was like, I'm in like sixth grade and even I don't think that's true. I think that you're telling me lies and I'm not sure if you believe them or not, but as a science teacher, it's kind of alarming that you're telling me this. Maybe your goal is just to get me to stop doing that. Um, and you're just taking whatever tack you think you need to, to make it happen. And I can respect that, but at the same time, no, that's not going to work. Then I had a science teacher a couple years later who um, I got a laser pointer through an or- a catalog in school. Um, or not in school, a catalog. Like a things you never knew existed catalog. And I ordered this fucking laser pointer. And I got it. And I was just playing with it. And then I had it in class and I was playing with it. Now this was like before anyone had a laser pointer. This was before you would go to like... There's that brief period where it's like every time you went to a live event, someone had a laser pointer and was shining it on stage and was everyone's supposed to be like, holy shit. And in my defense, I did that at the end of class, not even during class. In science class, I shined it on the board and everyone was like, holy shit. And we were also in like eighth grade in the year like 1997. My science teacher confiscated this laser pointer and gave me a stern talking to saying that uh, gangsters in L.A. were using these to burn out fellow gangsters' eyes and blind them. And therefore, I couldn't have it because it was like, and I had just brought a weapon to school. And did I know that? And I was like, no. And, you know, I was like pretty nervous at this point because I was like, Oh, I brought a weapon to school. That's a big no-no. And he told me that my mom had to come to school. This was Friday. Had to come to school Monday um, and talk to him. So my mom comes to school on Monday. And my mom was basically over it before it even started and was like, I can't believe he took that from you. Like, that's crazy. Um, And so my mom comes and he's basically just says, 
I don't know if I just wanted to make you aware that this is not like a toy and it's potentially dangerous. Um, and I would like to buy it off of your son for, you know, what he paid for it. And my mom was like, well, it's up to you. And I was like, sure. Now, if this was now, I would be like, go fuck yourself. Are you kidding me? Like, I was worried all weekend. I was like, is he going to expel me? Is this how this works? What's going to happen? And then he's like, uh, "Like, can I buy this off your son to do science demonstrations in class? And he did. And then he did some science demonstrations in class with my laser pointer. And I was like, what a dick. Why, why couldn't you just tell me, like, listen, this is a dangerous thing and you probably shouldn't have it. And I do want your mom to know about it, but like... I'm not trying to, like, get you kicked out of school forever. I mean, I was seriously, like, in eighth grade thinking, what am I going to do if I'm an eighth grade expellee or whatever? I don't know. I don't know what it is with these science teachers, man. They're just, uh, they're weird. Science teachers are weird. Um, anyway, so I'm at the dentist. That's just a bunch of bullshit. They're like, they've gotten real uh, cagey about the whole fluoride thing. They're like, we want to give you a fluoride treatment. And they're like, now it costs $30. And I'm like, well, I had a crown from this office that cost, I think, 500 out of pocket and just paid like approaching $10,000 in dental bills over the last uh, five to 10 years. So I, yeah, I think I could swing the 30 if you think it's worth it. Um, of course, they look in your insurance and it's like, fluoride treatments are only covered up to age 14, which I'm like, well, that makes a lot of sense because you only have teeth until you're 14. Better get those on those baby teeth so that they can just fucking fall out and then you basically start all over. I mean, baby teeth really are like the second chance because, or adult teeth. So it's like, okay. I know it's basically impossible to make a kid brush their teeth because it's boring and kids are gross. But we're going to give you a second chance here. Um, start your life anew when you're perhaps a little more mature and can be reasoned with. I think the adult teeth come a little early for that, but still, at least it's something. I, it seems like someone was trying to make it work. But yeah, they get. I think they're like weird with the fluoride thing because I, I don't know if it's like they have conspiracy theorists in there who are like oh fuck no keep that fluoride away from me and I'm like I know you just blasted water in my mouth that I assume is treated with fluoride like everything is I mean it's fine I'm fine what am I gonna do drink up from a well I, it's not like that's a great option for me frankly I wish the fluoride was a little more powerful and I could just drink water from the tap instead of brushing but I'm sure that's not an option. Um, so they get real into that. And then they're like telling me and like, Ooh, next time you come in in six months, we're going to have to do like a full, we're going to do a full 3d scan. I know I'm going to get like something, something's going to go wrong. Cause I, I think I've had more x-rays of my face than is normal for a person. I don't think you're supposed to have that many x-rays of your face. And it's like, well, I guess when I die, because I've had a billion x-rays of my face, at least my teeth will look nice in my uh, corpse, in my head. So make sure that when I go, I'm smiling so everyone can see, like, you know what? He took care of those fucking teeth to the end. 
I'll tell you that much. Good Lord. With the dentist. I started roasting my own coffee in a very uh, one-person size, a very home roaster kind of size roaster. It's not going well. I mean, the stuff I've made is drinkable, but I would say it's like, if someone told me this was like Folgers or something, I wouldn't doubt them. Is it better than McDonald's? Probably. But is it like... Is No one's going to mistake this for like, wow, where'd you get this? What kind of indie roaster made this? <laughs> now, I'm not sure. It could be the beans I got because I'm not sure if they're of a quality. But there's there's a lot of unknowns. There's a lot of factors. But uh, I'm just I'm being bad at a thing. And then hoping that I'll get good at a thing. Sort of like I've been doing for the last 400 however many episodes of this. You'd think at some point I'd get good at it, but you might be wrong. Um, I also bought a bed tent, which is a tent that goes over your bed. And then you can zip up in it and it's very dark. Um, I have wanted to create a reading nook in my home for a long time. And now I've done it. I also got a dryer hose that goes from the vent to the bed tent so it stays cool uh hopefully so the you know cool air when the ac is on goes into the tent um but i haven't noticed it being no a lot cooler in there than outside so i don't know if it works poonmaster flex was not a fan of this until i said ah but think about in the winter it'll be super warm in there and she was like okay i'm in so there you go we did a puzzle together, um, a Bob's Burgers puzzle, and I remembered that what I don't like about puzzles, which is like, at some point we finished all of the things, you know, the, the designs, and then we just had fields of the same solid color that had to be filled in. And, you know, this was probably a third of the puzzle consisted of fields of just this color that were not an edge. And were identical other than, uh, you know, their shape, right? But when you don't have a surrounding shape, you're like, literally any one of these pieces that remains could go in this spot. And uh, I hate that. That's when Puzzle for Peter turns into angry quests to finish. He's like, I'll be damned if this puzzle is going to get the best of me. And uh, that's, it's not a healthy thing that ends up happening there. It's not like a good, good situation. It just, I, I don't know. It's not like, some people seem to be like, oh yeah, I do jigsaw puzzles to help me relax. And I'm like, how is this relaxing? I just feel stupid. Like some people find it relaxing to be made to feel stupid. That's uh, terrible. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it takes them back to their childhood in science class because they remember their science teacher telling them they were stupid or making them feel stupid, and therefore it's reminiscent of something they loved. Well, that's a pretty good callback, so we should probably end there for today. But uh, we'll be back. We'll be back on a more regular schedule here. So I look forward to talking to all of you soon. Hey, a lot of people have told me they didn't know this existed, so buy my book, Dear Runaway, on Amazon. If you remember Pete's Unsent Love Letters, this is those. Um, but it's in a book that you can hold in your hands and carry around or read on your Kindle. 
device. You're a kind all electronic reader. So buy that, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>